Hello, and welcome once again to Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. I am Chris Levine, and I will be your host again this time around. There are so many follow-your-heart types of thinking out there. You know the ones, everything from trust your heart to if it makes you happy, it can't be that bad. So here's, here's my question to you. Do you feel these sentiments are realistic? When one finds something that they feel is a good thing, I personally would recommend that they should still analyze it beyond just going with a feeling. Totally not to mock the concept of spontaneity or even the concept of love at first sight, but just thinking about the potentially good thing a little bit more before committing, whether it's committing to another person whether it's committing to an ideal or anything else. Think of it this way. Let's say the desire to go to a tropical island was on my mind. You know, that doesn't sound bad, but let's let's say it was on my mind to such an extent that that was all that I could think about. Well, there's nothing inherently wrong or unrealistic about having that desire. But what if I got up from here right now, abandoned this episode, left for the airport, and attempted to do it literally this second? Well, it would be kind of sad (laughs) as when I would have gotten to the airport, I actually attempted to purchase a plane ticket and it would have been out of the question financially today. But then I think, wait, 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 I could charge it. Again, think long term before committing. The people often have a tendency to act first and think second. Part of me envies these ones, while another is wildly thankful that I'm not like this, at least all the time. We as human beings, too, we have this this tendency to often overspend with our hearts and with our wallets and with our souls when when we let our heart make all of our decisions for us. There really is a balance that's needed to get to the happy place that actually proves itself as such over time. Enter Antonio Damasio. Who? Okay, Damasio was a neuroscientist, and he studied brain injuries, specifically injuries to the part of the brain that generate emotional responses. His subjects were people who you would walk by, talk to, or listen to, and you wouldn't necessarily think anything was wrong with them or their brain capabilities. Essentially, they only had one handicap, they lost the ability in their brain to interpret emotions. In other words, they thought things, but they didn't really feel things anymore internally. Can you imagine that? That must have been fascinating. What I found the most interesting about Damasio's research is that his subjects had a tremendous amount of trouble when it came to just making basic decisions. It shows that our hearts and our minds do and should work together. For example, these people would know they were hungry, but they had no cravings for anything because a lot of that is is in our heart as opposed to our mind. They would just eat. 
logically knowing what to do was their option as opposed to feeling what they would like to have. So, so should we just throw caution to the wind and let our hearts lead us on a leash? No. Okay, then so should we become so analytical and callous that we don't allow ourselves to feel and learn and connect from these feelings? Again, no. Regarding people, there was a man named William Robinson, and his mother told him that he better shop around. And, you know, Smokey's mom was very, very correct in this advice. It's more of a question of balancing our lusts, our love, and our brain together so they're not independent of each other. They work as a team. The same thing with falling in love with an idea or a dream or an ambition. It's all true. It's simply a question of making sure you can swim before jumping into the deep end of the pool. Songs about letting go and freely going with what your heart dictates, while somewhat romantic, are often as smart in real life as happily jumping from an airplane, feeling the rush of it, only to remember halfway down that you never thought about the whole parachute part of the thing. I'm not saying don't jump out of the plane. Just be prepared. Think about it ahead of time. Do your homework. Listen to Smokey's mom. When our brains and our hearts are an unstoppable team, we're going to make better decisions. The fact that emotions can control us is a very, very powerful phenomenon. When emotional, we often say things we don't mean at all on some occasions, yet we say exactly what we mean and probably then some and things we shouldn't say on other occasions. Uh, this is not by accident as the heart in human beings is an amazing thing. It's an absolute marvel. For example, scientists say that every day the heart creates enough energy to drive a large vehicle 20 miles. This would mean that in an average person's lifetime, this energy is the equivalent to accommodating a trip to the moon and back. Many of us who might be labeled sensitive or emotional or romantic or dreamers feel quite a bit of this energy, literally. The, the pounding of the heart resonates with our ups and our downs and our highs and our lows and our loves and our losses with, with every element of surprise we're exposed to, whether they're good surprises or bad surprises. It's also interesting how some people often find themselves emotionally changing as they age. It's not unusual to hear people state that they never used to cry during a movie, but now they find that it can happen. Others, just the opposite happens. It's like they harden. Still, others have always, always been clearly emotionally driven since the beginning of their time, while their opposites have never seemed to have been that way. Primarily, we all have quite a bit of emotion to go around, yet it seems that some are way, way more conscious of this than others. Another thing, oftentimes emotions or emotional people are labeled as such in a negative sense. So why do you have to be so emotional? As though there has to be dramatics involved with the emotional behavior. Well, while this obviously can be true in some Many deeply emotional people that I've encountered in my life have been really stable. 
all while we have our weak moments, at the same time, we, we generally allow ourselves to feel what we need to feel without it getting out of hand or becoming another person's burden. That's something that's totally possible, even if you're an emotional person. What about the concept of emotion not being masculine? Masculinity is often at odds with emotion in many people's perception. Typical male behavior in many areas of, of the world, especially the United States, is tied up in essentially being perceived as being emotion-free. I find this to be not only absurd, but sad. But then again, as an emotional person, I would though, wouldn't I? I just feel, notice I didn't say think, <laughs> though that would have been appropriate too. I feel that a person who is truly comfortable in their own masculinity won't have a problem being themselves and being affected by things in ways that make their hearts race for all kinds of reasons. But let's be balanced here. I once heard a true story of a man building a deck as part of a construction team. He was using a nail gun and accidentally shot a nail through the middle of his hand. Again, this is a true story. The man physically pulled the nail out with his other hand, took off his shirt, tied it around the hand with the hole in it and said, hey, this deck isn't gonna build itself. And he kept right on working. Now to many, there is your real man. And I would be lying to you if I told you that I wasn't impressed on some masculine level with this. Somewhere inside me, I wish I was more like that. And somewhere inside me, I don't. At the very least, it, it would be a cool thing to be able to tell the story. But in my world, I also think that a man singing in a booth, laying down a track that he wrote because of something real that literally has him in tears as he belts his heart out and singing that song is just as tough. Maybe a little less. I mean, the first guy did shoot a nail through his hand. The point is that real men also have the tendency to love and to love very hard. And they have the capability to be, to be moved by music, art, humanitarianism, children, animals, the elderly, acts of thoughtfulness. And it goes without saying that even with these attributes, they still might be able to knock you to the ground with one punch if the need be. It's such a strange phenomenon how perception can make one weak and another strong, when the really the def definition of strength itself means completely different things to completely different people. So right now, what's going on inside us? Our hearts are working very hard. Whether we're watching television, working out, kissing someone, recording a podcast, our hearts are giving off energy and are in use. It's our job to balance them with our mind and to appreciate the hard work that they do. And if they are putting out enough energy to fuel a large vehicle for 20 miles a day, we should not only be aware of the ride, but we might as well climb on board and by all means, enjoy the scenery. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you a Spotify playlist that emphasizes the heartfelt thoughts of this episode musically. We have for you this time around a Refresher podcast 
Hearts Make Terrible Chauffeurs. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Refresher Podcast dash Hearts Make Terrible Chauffeurs. So let's get into it. Number one, Heart of Glass by Blondie. Did you know that that originally was going to be a reggae song? That was their intention when they wrote that song as a band. That would have been interesting to hear, but I, I like what they did too. Uh, number two, the Yardbirds with the song Think About It. I actually had the opportunity to interview their drummer, uh, Jim McCarty, a, a while ago. And, you know, he played with the Yardbirds all the way through the Eric Clapton, Jeff Beck, and Jimmy Page years and is still active now. It was an interesting conversation. Number three, Truth Doesn't Make a Noise by the White Stripes. Number four, the band Jellyfish with the song New Mistake. Number five, Heat Wave, and the song is called Mind-Blowing Decisions. Number six, a nice song by Tears for Fears called Advice for the Young at Heart. Number seven, The Strokes with Bad Decisions. Number eight, Daniel Ash with the song Not So Fast. Number nine, Pardon My Heart by Neil Young and Crazy Horse off their Zuma record. And finally, as hearts make terrible chauffeurs, number 10, Duran Duran off their classic Rio record with the song, The Chauffeur. That's our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in refresher podcast dash hearts make terrible chauffeurs. Now, before we keep going, I want to say something because it's very important and because I have a, a wonderful opportunity to do so. Hearts make terrible chauffeurs, but when hearts and minds are in the driver's seat together making decisions, they, they can make great destinations. Uh, for the record, today is my wife and I's 17th anniversary, and I dedicate this podcast, as always, but especially this episode, to Lisa. Hey, I wanted to, to pass something awesome along to all you out there. Did you know that having a plant around can actually be psychologically good for you? Uh, according to Psychology Today, researchers found that people who surround themselves with plant life and other forms of natural beauty indoors and out experience emotional and mental health benefits that have a positive impact on their social, psychological, physical, cognitive, and environmental well-being. With that, once again, I want to tell everybody about a great company called Leafy. What a cool idea this is. They offer plants to help brighten your atmosphere psychologically. Now, just want to make sure everybody knows this is not just plant sales. Here's what they do that's unique. They provide a pot that comes with a wick and a reservoir. In other words, it makes your plant really easy to care for. So if, if you're not good with plants, you don't have to worry about that with this circumstance. Um, they also provide the plants and soil too, if you'd like. But here's the concept. The idea is for you to take it with you. It can stay with you in your car. It fits in the cup holder. It, 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 can, it can go with you to work. It'll fit in the cup holder of a backpack. It not only creates a nice, refreshing atmosphere, but can provide both the aforementioned potential psychological benefits, as well as a great icebreaker to start a conversation. Leafy's entire purpose 
is to surround you with a unique and helpful character imbued in every living plant to make you feel good naturally, to vastly improve the quality of your home, your office space, and your next epic road trip. So go online and check them out. It's Leafy. Listen super carefully. It's spelled L-E-A-F-V-E. And you can find them at leafve.com. Be sure and tell them that the Refresher Podcast sent you. Guys, I say this every time. I mean this every time. This show would simply not exist without you. We have individuals that are regular contributors to this show financially. You know who you are, and thank you so much for doing that. If you all could do me a favor, please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends. Also, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running monetarily, if you would like, you can make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. If you're so inclined, that would be great. But whether you do or whether you don't, again, it's not mandatory. You can listen and enjoy this show anytime you want. Uh, Again, to those of you that are already doing this monthly, I can't thank you enough. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by the one and only Mr. John Villafuerte. But until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a huge difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time.